Welcome, ladies in the audience, and of course the gentlemen that are here present. Tonight the topic is going to be a very important one, Ayn Hara, evil eye. Our question number one is, is it just a myth? Does it actually exist? Because our good friend here just got a new Beamer. So, oh! so, it's, uh, and this week's partial about Yosef. Yosef, we're going to learn, doesn't, the evil eye cannot affect him. So, first, does it, the evil eye, is it just some, uh, folk, folk tradition? Or is it an actual thing that we have to be concerned about? How does it work? And how do we get protected from it? So, I don't want to burst your bubble or make you paranoid, but there's no question that the evil eye, Ayn Hara, exists. What does it mean, Ayn Hara? There's the Talmud. Please look this up for those that are more advanced and academic. Talmud Bava Metzia, page Kuf Zayin 107. B. It says over here, the Talmud explains, it says that one of the blessings that God gives us, he's gonna, he says, any sickness that he gave us in Egypt, kol choli, any sickness he's gonna take away from us. So look at the Talmud. The Talmud says this is talking about what? Ayn hara. That when, when we're blessed by God, when God gives us the ultimate blessing because we're close to him, even the evil eye is not gonna affect us. And this, listen to this, I got news for you. Rav, you know, Rav and Shmuel, one of the two greatest people of Talmud, that almost every page of the Talmud, their name is in it, is Rav and Shmuel. They were Chavrutot. Rav says, he once went to a graveyard, to a cemetery, and he had Kabbalistic powers. He was able to see why, what was the reason everybody died. And listen to this, out of every hundred people, 99 people died prematurely because they had gotten the evil eye. So, there's absolutely no question. The Zohar, the Talmud, all of Jewish text is full of this idea of Ayn Hara, the evil eye. And not only does it exist, but it affects 99% of us. And Rav did a, did a Kabbalistic test in a cemetery and he determined that out of a hundred people, 99 should have lived longer, but since they got damaged and harmed by the evil eye, they died prematurely. Now, how does the evil eye work exactly? Ayn Hara works like this. The worst people that get affected by the evil eye, Fatiman, is people that are show-offs. Because it doesn't make sense. Why, if I have a very beautiful appearance, the best house on the block, the best Rolls Royce, or the um, the nicest and greatest and latest gadget, why should it, I get damaged for it? See, the, basically the way it works is, you know, one of the most prevalent... Negative attributes a person could have, Daniel, is what? Jealousy. That's why it's one of the Ten Commandments, right? No other emotion that does God tell us we need to control. Now, what happens is, is when you have an extraordinary, beautiful house, extraordinary car, and you 
also shove it down people's throat. You know, some people, they're modest. They have like, you know, very special assets, but they don't sh- flaunt it and show it off. But especially people that show it off, people, they get jealous and they tell God, hey, I'm just as worthy as the guy next to me. Why does he get the Beamer? Why does he get the Rolls Royce? Why does he got the $20 million mansion? And I don't. And this causes the Satan, and unfortunately this is a mistake. It's a, it's a very, we have to, st- I was just reading the Zohar. The Zohar says if you know people that are jealous and they give you the evil eye, you should cut off all relations from them because they're partners with the Satan. What it happens is, is that the Satan hears this, you know, and he opens up, guys, guess what? Not only is the FBI have a profile on everybody, especially if you look Muslim, but the uh, every single one of us has a profile in heaven. Now, lucky is the person that his profile is full of mitzvot and good actions. But basically what happens is when we, when we sin, right? And when people give us the evil eye. What does it mean they give us the evil eye? They get jealous of us. The satan opens our, our profile. And he says, hey, this guy, does he really deserve that $20 million house? Does he really deserve that $1 million Bugatti car? And if he doesn't, because most of us, we just get it because our parents, you know, God is so righteous and gives us, you know, He's so full of doing goodness. But since we had flaunted what we had, the evil eye will take it away from us. And so therefore, the first thing to protect ourselves from not giving the evil eye is modesty. We live in a society of the Kardashians of Hollywood where people, all their assets, they want to show it and flaunt it and shove it in your face. This is not the Jewish way. If God has blessed you with extraordinary intellect, which is actually something that's worthy of being jealous of, if God has given you extraordinary muscles or anything, any gift, you should use it and not abuse it. And abusing it is showing it off to people, flaunting it, and making other people feel inferior because when you do make other people feel inferior, the Satan brings your profile to God, right? Because God hear, hears everybody that has a broken heart, right? Somebody cries out to God. He says, why does he have to have the greatest and latest stuff? Not me. The Satan brings your profile to God. And God says, hey, he's done so many mistakes and sins. Maybe we should take away a few of the stuff, right? So in order not to... Um, inject this mechanism, we should not flaunt. But I want to deal with this week's Parsha. This week's Parsha talks about who? Yeah. Jacob blessing all his children. And guess who has the best blessing? Yosef. And it says, Ben Porat Yosef, Ben Porat Ale Ain, Benot Saada Ale Shur. You know what that means? Yosef was one of the most handsome people of all time. Even GQ doesn't do him justice. Yosef was... And what does it mean, Ben Porat Yosef? Yosef was so awesome in his looks and his attractiveness that the Egyptian women used to jump on top of, climb the um, walls of their courtyard to glance on, just look at him. And since they wanted Yosef to become like their girlfriend, boyfriend, they would strip all their clothes off so Yosef would look. But do you, do you know why Yosef has this extraordinary power? 
that the evil eye can never damage Yosef. You know why? Yosef was always pure. And he would never even glance at these women. He would look where? Down. That's why the Talmud, again for those people that want to see the sources, the Talmud in Tractate Berachot, on page 55. So he said that the... Um, Evil eye is very dangerous. So how do we protect ourselves against it? The Talmud says on page 55b in Berachot, tractate of Berachot, it says if you are worried that you're going into a city where everybody's like low class and they're going to like see you have a very special asset, special thing, they're going to give you the evil eye, you know what you should do? Everybody do this. You take your thumb and you put it in the other thumb, okay? And you say this. He says, Ana mizara de Yosef ka'atina. De la shalta ena de bisha. You have to say, what it means is you say, I am from the um, children, descendants of Yosef. Yosef is immune. Yosef is immune to the evil eye. And you say, this is our Persian Jews, we've been saying this for thousands of years. It says, Ben Porat Yosef, then you say these words, Ben Porat Yosef, Ben Porat Ale'ayin, Benot Sa'ada Ale'shur. Al Tikre Ale'ayin, Ole'ayin. It says that Yosef is above the eye. Now the Maharsha, and I'm going to finish right now, the Maharsha says, what is this hocus pocus magic thing? Why, if you are, des- if you're undeserving of the gifts that God gave you, why when you put your thumb into one another and you say, I'm from the children of Yosef, are you gonna get, um, immune? It's like a protection against the evil eye. So like I said before, this is not hocus pocus. This is an ethical lesson. When we say, I am from the children of Yosef, we're basically accepting upon ourselves and saying, God, please, I want to follow and emulate in the footsteps of who? Our great patriarch, our great Sadiq, who? Yosef. And since, so I'm going to be careful not to look at things that are improper, things that are dirty, things that are not pure. I'm going to be like Yosef. And since I'm going to follow in the footsteps of Yosef, therefore God should save me from what? From the evil eye. So Hashem help us all. Amen. One of the greatest people of all time, prophets and mentors, that we need to have is Yosef. And may Hashem save us, because the evil eye does exist. Please don't forget to subscribe, and have a wonderful day. Shalom, Colton.